But we gotta start speaking in English. How are you, brother? <laughs> How are you, brother? I'm cool, man. Yeah, you're the host, so any language. I know three, four languages we can speak. English, Georgian, German, and Russian. Then what's the German connection? Well, uh, me and Nika, actually, we went to Germany in like early 90s. It was a school exchange, you know? Oh. To Saarbrücken. Saarbrücken. So we were there like two weeks. And then after a year, there was another school exchange. Uh, and, uh, but we went to different cities. I was in a small town called Homburg in Saarland. And uh, Nick was in another place. Um, yeah, it was cool, but I don't really speak German anymore. But it's there, you know, in my subconscious. You know, you speak the language when you dream in that language. So what language do you dream in? Uh, I think it could be different languages. You know, not necessarily your native. Because I remember dreams in Russian and in English and in Georgian. Ah, uh, that's right. Tamriko lived in St. Petersburg, right? Yeah, for like six years. So wait, how many countries did you leave, live in? Uh, well, if you talk about living, like spending more than a year or about a year, I lived in Russia for like six years. I lived in UK, you know, <laughs> for three years, um, about a year in Germany, and I've been here in the States almost 13 years now. So, sorry, Georgia, Russia, UK, Germany, States. Yeah. You've lived in all these five countries. Yeah, I lived. I either studied or lived or, you know, worked or... I want to wish you a happy birthday, my friend, in uh, Chinese Mandarin. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday. That was the first time someone said happy birthday in Chinese. So if it's not a secret, how old are you today? I just turned 42. So how old were you th uh, when you left, when you left Georgia? You know, I was 15, 16, about that age, you know, like mid, early teenager. And so my, most of my life I spent abroad pretty much. 
you know, in different cities, in different countries, traveling, you know, it's always on the road. Even in the States, I travel a lot, I, you know, which is great because I, I have opportunity to see America, you know, not just the big cities like New York and LA, you know, but like real America. You're listening to Fight Pod Georgia, weekly MMA podcast with the Cartuelians. David, this is my good friend, George. Uh, George is, is the host on the podcast with me. He's actually a Megrelian. He lives in Florida and he has his own gym in Florida. He's a multi practitioner and a BJJ practitioner. Uh, he's an, he's a great guy. Also, uh, um, he used to live in Sohumi before the war, and uh, but now he's an uh, you know he's here with us. George, say hello. That was embarrassing. Hey, George. <laughs> George, say say. How much? Can you guys hear me? What's up, George? Can you hear me? Yes, miss. Yes, sir. All right, good, good. Finally, I was having technical difficulties. So I see Dato, his, so he's Georgian. Yes. Yes, Georgian. How's Florida? Where are you? I can't complain. I, I live in South Florida. I live uh, in uh, Palm Beach, North Palm Beach. Uh, my business is in Jupiter, Florida. And... Uh, we're lucky, you know, it's a uh, small, not too uh, populated and, um, you know, things are going back to phase three, the restaurants, everything's kind of opening. We all wear the masks. We all wear the masks and, and everybody's, you know, washing the hands and using the hand sanitizer. And I've, I've made all the special accommodations at my gym for my business. I have uh, medical air purifiers in every room. And uh, it's a new, new life, right? So, George, uh, just one question. So, your business is back on. It's uh, you guys are back to work. Well, my gym was closed for one month because of all the, uh, you know, my physical gym. I have a, a brick and mortar location. Yeah. Um, I opened it in February, and this happened in March. Right. So, but so right now month, it's closed, or you you're it's open. Oh, we're open. I was open the whole time. Even the one month they forced my gym to close, I would go to my client's home. I would go to the park. I would wear the mask, stay six feet away. And people still want to train. People want to stay active and, and stay healthy and learn how to defend themselves, you know, stay sharp. So actually, I'm more busy. I'm more busy because of all of this. I've actually gotten more busy. So, you know, I'm very grateful, and uh, you know it's a it's a crazy time uh, that we, that we're living in. So I think that uh, there's something for everybody to learn. A lot of changes that are happening right now. We're seeing kind of like the death of retail, the retail stores. So David is a photographer. I mean, what's what's the work you're doing now, David? Uh, well, you know, like I wouldn't say I'm a photographer. I just like what I do for a living right now is photography. 
but um, I would say more uh, filmmaker. Uh, cool, I like that. Documentary films, and I got uh, one project going on right now about a famous Georgian artist, Irakli uh, Chakuyani. And it's in the process of making for many years now. So I hope to finish it by, by the end of the year. How long have you been working on this project? Dude, you know, like probably since I met Irakli, I, I can say it, uh, the, the project started because I interviewed him twice. And, uh, you know, I met him several times and I, I was collecting all sorts of material, archival footage, photos, videos, wow. whatever format I could get. So it's been like almost 18 years collecting this stuff. And uh, the project started in 2012, uh, the actual project with uh, Irakli's um, wife, Ketato. And we, we've been doing this together. So oh, wow! So you've been working with his his wife as well. That's great. Well, yeah, she's the one of the producers, and she has the rights of Iraqi songs. So we collaborate. Um, but I mean, uh, it's in my project. You know, it's my concept, and uh, lots of our ideas were similar. You know. That's uh, uh, Where are you uh, currently uh, working out of? Where are you uh, residing? Uh, so, you know, I've been mostly based in California, LA. Oh, so right now you're in LA? No, right now I'm in Detroit, Michigan. Cool. At my very so shady. friend's place. Um, and uh, in a few days, I'm flying to Georgia, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Has it been a while since you've been there? It's been a while because uh, I got stuck on the east side because of this uh, virus pandemia. Ah. Uh, and um, then also my work started on the east coast, like Chicago and close to New York. And I was here, so I decided to stay here. And thanks to my friends, um, it was much easier also to, you know, go to those places. Usually I drive, so, um, yeah, it's good. I like driving and seeing America. Cool, man. Awesome. Listen, awesome. But when I said um, you were a photographer, I didn't mean like, oh, that's you. It's like you saying I'm a teacher. I'll be like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I you mean, can be I know. One thing. It's okay. You can be yeah. five things, ten, ten things. You yeah. can do it. <laughs> I've been to one of your movie premieres in Tbilisi, in a what? theater, in a theater. It, it, it's on in on Vera next to the fancy McDonald's place. Do you remember that place, David? That. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Was it in Russian? Dude. The movie. How fucking crazy, I swear, I don't even remember, but I remember <laughs> going there. I think there was one uh, showing of my documentary film, and it was mostly in Russian, because the, the... Was it was it on Kote? I don't think it was on Kote. Kote no? was one of the um, 
guys who brought those Russian poets and uh, oh, yeah. writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you shot them in that. London. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Actually, that woman that was I met in London, I interviewed he, the, another guy, but there was this uh, woman, and only after years I realized that was Vera Pavlova, which is a great poet, woman in, uh, in Russian. And I didn't really know who she was, only after many years I got her book and I loved her poetry, it's really cool. MMA podcast or what is it? <laughs> no, yeah, we, we have... Typically, that's yeah. our goal. But we end up talking about everything under the sun. MMA and more. Actually, I was just watching Giga's interview uh, about his upcoming fight as well. He was um, talking about... Uh, I listened to the part when he talked about his future opponent, so... Listen, I have not seen that, so that's amazing because you know me. I watch everything. I'm like a sponge, Georgian I MMA. I think they just, updated, they just released it. Ah, that's why. Yeah. That's why. So you you and Giga both live in a, uh, Huntington Beach before, right? Or where, where is that? Uh, Giga lives and trains in Huntington Beach at King's yeah. MMA, as you know, guys. Right. And I met him like four or five years ago in L.A. at my friend's place. Um, we have good common friends, you know, and uh, that's when I met him. And after that, I met him a few more times. Yeah, we hope to have him. We hope to have him come on here, man. You know, I yeah, had I uh, on my last show. On, on, on the last show that, that I was on, the MMA show, I had, uh, we had Giga on there. And uh, we also had Marab. And uh, got to give the Georgian guys, got to give them a platform, got to give them a shout out. I know you had Giga on your last MMA show. I know you had Marab on last MMA show. I know yes. you had Jorge Masvidal on the last. But did you have those red fucking eyes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Did you have those red eyes? <laughs> Yo, David, see how he speaks Georgian. You're also Megrillian, right? It's true. Yeah. It's true. On both sides. Both sides. No, it's, right. it's past my bedtime over here. I've been awake since 5 a.m. Yeah, man. Five. See... Rome can't log in over. He's having technical difficulties. I think he's dr I think his technical technical difficulties are too much fucking whiskey. Man, there there was a comment about whiskey. He had too much proper twelve, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never tried it. I tried it. I got it for my friend's birthday. And um actually it was good. Nothing special, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> do you drink uh, rice wine? What do they drink over there? Plum wine, rice wine. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, mostly. Is there any Chinese wine? Yeah, yeah, there is. There is. Of course, of course, there is. is but good? mostly, um, wine. You mean like grape wine, right? I suppose. Yeah, right. Yeah, there is. Uh, Quality-wise, also, they are producing some good wines that internationally are being recognized. Mm. I mean, this is not me talking. I'm just repeating what somebody clever said. So, Dato, I see you wearing a yoga, a yoga shirt. Are you a yoga practitioner? Yeah, actually, that's the studio. I did my teacher training in L.A. That's awesome, that's man. Yoga center in that's, L.A. in Culver great. City. I love it. Yoga is great. Yeah, I um, I don't know what I be, would be doing without it. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, you know, having a physical hobby, like, you know, so important. And, and yoga is, is actually, is very similar to martial arts. There's a lot of uh, similarities. And, uh, yeah, man, it's very important. Part of living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. It's very important, and uh, because yoga, when breathing, uh, just you know, I also do the. Um, you probably heard of Wim Hof, this Dutch man, who has yeah. his um, breathing method and also yeah. ice therapy, and yeah. uh, he was in California last year in San Jose, and I happened to work close to there. And I just bought the ticket and I went and it was amazing. Awesome. Uh, actually, that was just a day of before my birthday. I think it was this, this, this day a year ago. And we did a breathing there, like six rounds. And we, I thought I was on dr drugs because I completely, everything just changed. And <laughs> after that, we went to ice bath uh. for like two minutes. One sec. Go Marcus. Go Marcus. One of the things I think Dato is is also a poet, not just a film di a film director and a photographer, but he's definitely a poet. And me and him have had this friendship of uh, loving playing with words. And uh, I hope today you're gonna read us something. Yeah, if you want to, just a couple of short ones. Yeah, of course. Because, uh, it's been a while. I haven't touched a pen and my notebook for many years because I just put it aside and um, I'm, not a, I'm not a poet anymore, <laughs> I guess. So the question is, for me, I'm curious, is this in Georgian or is this English? Or do you mix it up? Do you do both? Uh, mostly Georgian. What's up, boys? Cool. Uh, what did I miss? What's up? Not Sorry much. about that. Not I was much. having a problem logging in. It wasn't my fault. I've been ready. So don't for... move your camera horizontally, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, mess... don't ask me to marry you. I'll do anything you want. <laughs> Listen, you got to shave that first, man. Then I'll think about Why? it. Why? <laughs> this is a beautiful... Oh, man. That is real. Okay. I... You're playing dirty. There you go. Do you, do you know what? Do you know how much testosterone here? Th this is here. This 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 amount of testosterone is enough for the whole roster of the. Union. Dangerous. It's dangerous. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna look the same when I'm 45. 
Forget about it. <laughs> uh, nice Where to is you, Roma? Where is Roma? Sadaka, Roma. Roma Kalachika. I'm, uh, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, you're in New York. Okay. Yeah. Where uh, are you at? So we are in the same time zone. I'm in Detroit, Michigan right now. All right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So, so how much cool. how much did I miss? What did I miss? Now we're just getting warmed up. Okay, cool. You know? And right now I think what I was what I was saying is about David uh that David. David or D or Tato or the Quatchman. Uh he used to write a lot. Uh, me and me and David known each other for like 20 years all the way from uh, London and like I yeah. used to write because I used to I used to like rapping you know and I always used to write shit and uh, David well he's a big fan of uh, lyricism you know and uh, he's good friends with uh, Big Up who later I did like a track with kind of did like a track with, you know, used, used his uh, vocals on the track. And I was saying- um, He liked it very much, actually. I sent him and he loved it. Thanks, man. Yeah, I saw that. I took you, I remember I took you, I uh, took yeah. Kote. Yeah, uh, to but that's why I'm wearing this hat because I know Kote, he will never be caught without a hat. <laughs> how's my, uh, how's my uh, audio, by the way? It's wonderful, I can yes. see the microphone. You got Perfecto. was a good, just, a good buy. That was I'm just good. trying to. I'm just trying. I'm just fishing for a compliment for this fucking mic. No, you look great. You look great. UFC comic, professional commentator. I just had a couple of couple of glasses of uh, proper twelve whiskey. Well, no, okay. not, not proper twelve. Proper okay. fucking twelve, mate. Something something dry. I don't know. Uh. Dry. Nah, it wasn't wasn't Jack Daniels. You just had a fucking shot of whiskey and your beard grew out just like that? Listen, this it's is, been a uh, while. It's been, how long does it take? This is one week. One week. Drinking. To grow this out? It's a couple, I don't know, two, 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 three weeks, probably. I think we should split the show into two different fucking segments. The caveman versus the shaved man, you know what I'm saying? Yo, D, <laughs> me and you, me and you against yeah. the savages, all right? <laughs> Let's start <laughs> meditating. Just uh, if my if my beard grows uh, any 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 longer by the time we're done here, you know, let me know. But uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna shave it soon. It grows pretty fast, like Chinese bamboo. I remember when you had long hair. <clears throat> I remember when I I remember when I had more hair. It looked like a a young John Lennon. Actually, my oh, uncle really did look like John Lennon. It's good to see you guys. I haven't seen you what, what a month. We haven't done this. Yeah, but now we're we rolling. Movies. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You up. fucking name it. We're everywhere now, and we have a we're special special guest on episode eight. You are our second guest. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, had tell- we had Lazishuli. Yeah, yeah. He's the Lazi- LFA LFA um, bantamweight right- champion. Right. Right before he won his belt in LFA, we had him. We had him. Ah, on like okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we got to focus on our guest. I wanted to ask you: Is there a Georgian restaurant in Beijing? Yeah, there is actually. There's one Georgian restaurant in Beijing. They had one chef who was. Uh, oh wow! Really? They have one what? lady. One lady, Georgian, Georgian lady there. 
Nelly. I don't know if she's still there. I don't know what happened. This is all before the coronavirus. So I don't fucking know what happened to it. But, um, yeah, but it was, a, it was an excuse. It was an excuse of a Georgian restaurant with an excuse of a design. And, um, but it was still something because you could order Hingali, you know, and Tswadi and Khachapuri. And the Chinese love Acharuli Hachapuri, bro, because that's just different, you know. You give them Hingali, they'll fucking throw it, throw it back at you, man. Because <laughs> it's a fucking dumpling, bro. You know, yeah, they, got, they, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they got so many types of dumplings. So if you yeah. throw show them that, they'll be like, but you you give them the Acharuli Hachapuri, they're like, oh, it's beautiful. It's like a Georgian eye. Oh, that's and that's deep. what they call it. They call the Acharuli Hachapuri Georgian eyes. Really? <laughs> yeah. So they go to the restaurant and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a Georgian eye. Georgian. That's, uh, that's the third eye. <laughs> Shit, the third eye. My third eye is not open. Da- David, tell us how did you manage to open it? third eye, Acharuli I like that. I like that. Yeah, we just discovered it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but Dawit, I think your third eye was always open, you know, halfway at least. No? I think my third eye opened in London when I tried magic mushrooms. What about boys? Have they tried any psychedelics? Does cocaine count? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's different. Because it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Classic. You know, I don't consider psychedelics a, as drugs. More, It's more like um, a spiritual thing to me. Psychological. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, there are different drugs. So this is more like magic mushrooms and... Uh, um peyote and other like ayahuasca maybe DMT. but you seem very cool you're not like duncan trussell right romy <laughs> no no i don't uh uh my drug experience goes as much as as far as uh marijuana obviously and uh some cocaine when i was younger a lot of cocaine all right i confess that's it <laughs> I mean, for me, I always wanted to try LSD because that's the only shit I knew about was Lucy in the Sky. But then after all this crazy shit, I heard about ayahuasca and some fucking thing they fucking talk on. And you go on a fucking fairyland and shit, man. I, uh, you man, mean I'm like the stuff Joe Rogan talks about, the DMT? Yeah, 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 for, for sure. And I don't really know the difference too much. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it because if I do, I might just fucking go crazy. And I'm pretty, pretty fucking crazy as it is, you know. I don't know. That's why I'm not gonna try. (laughs) So you better, you better drink the Chinese wine. What is that, uh, George? Is that George Masvidal stuff? (laughs) Jorge Masvidal. I think he likes the Cuban tequila. No, is that something like that, right? Mezcal, mezcal. All right. Mezcal. Mezcal. Kind of like tequila, I guess. So listen, David, what does Giga like to drink? 
<laughs> I don't think he drinks because um, most of the time he has to be in shape training, right? But um, I think he tried wine just at the birthday party of my friend we went to. Well, maybe I, I missed. How dare him? We're going to send him some major fucking emails about that. Probably grape juice. Probably some grape juice. You know what? I saw when he landed on Fight Island, they wrote on his mirror, the ninja has landed. So that just tells oh, me ninja has a new nickname. My God, I've never been... I've never, I've, I've experienced all of this shit since 2005. I started watching UFC 2000. I started training and watching the MMA in 2005. Fuck, I have never, been, I've, I've been through all of it. UFC 100, UFC 200, UFC on Fox, the, the first show, everything. I mean, I've been through all of that shit. And I felt like I was just alone this whole time because we didn't have the social media and everything. I have never been excited to a, to a UFC event as much as I am right now. This this week is gonna be like slow mo for me. It's gonna be like very very slow because I can't wait to to get to the next Saturday, man. Two Georgians. On, all right, Ilya is you know semi Georgian. You could say you know born and raised in Europe, but still, so he's got Georgian blood. He's rep- he's gonna represent our flag, right? He's got the Georgian last name. I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. I'm like shaking. It's like it's like I I'm on coke. I'm not, but <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> when you went out there, you met a lot of fighters there too, right? Uh, let me remember. One was uh, Pravadnikov. He was actually champion in uh, featherweight, maybe? I don't remember. He was really good. Um, and I met another Russian guy. I don't remember his name. He was training with Freddie Roach. And I met Freddie as well. And we recorded interview with Freddie at his gym, the Wildcard LA. Oh, you did that? Was that your... Yeah, the fam- famous gym where all the, those people, you know, come to train with Freddy. I've been there. It's a small gym, just two floors. And, um, and when you told them about, like, who you are and Georgia and stuff, yeah, actually, they got no idea, right? Do they have a clue? No, he didn't have idea about right. my day, but uh, I left him a souvenir to Freddy. It was a... Um, Boxing, health uh, money, boxing glove, um, glove, glove, glove. Yeah, yeah. Boxing glove that says the name of my dad and the Georgian Boxing Federation. So it's there. And do you remember that time when you were like, how old were you when your dad was um, boxing professionally and for the Olympics and stuff? No, I was two when he quit boxing as an active uh, profession, professional boxer, uh, but he was a trainer and a coach for many years after. So I've seen him training people um, and I've been training with him, uh, with my friends when we were, you know, like 12, 10 years old. Uh, I did some boxing with him. 
does that stay with you? Is it like learning to ski? Like once you learn how to ski, you can always ski kind of thing? Is that like that? Uh, you know, I mean, if you are uh, active professionally, you, you know, you got to do this every day, right? Uh, but when you're just doing for as a hobby, for fun, for just workout, then it's different, you know? But I do like shadow boxing. Like after I do my yoga, sometimes I do a little bit of shadow box boxing. Nice. Thing Great. attached to your head. It's on the on a yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like a ball to your head. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good have that. coordination yeah. thing. It's good for many things: focus, reflection, timing. You know, different stuff. When it when it comes to your uh, dad's boxing um, style, how would you describe it as? Uh, I know for from you know the reviews and the, from history that he had his own style, uh, nothing like others, and he he was more he had more great defense. He was not um, aggressive fighter. He was he he was not aggressive fighter, but he was very technical and very def he had his own defense style and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I can I can uh, relate to that. George, myself. Uh, I want to tell George that my dad was a three-time Soviet champion in light heavyweight. Wow! And uh, he awesome. was. Champion as well in '77, he won against a German guy in Germany in Halle. And uh, actually, someone recorded that fight for us, and we got the whole fight. Uh, and uh, that's when the first time I saw my dad actually fighting all three rounds, you know, the final of the Europe Championship. And it was amazing to watch him after so many years, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there's much more material somewhere there, and I hope to find and gather somehow. Do you, know how, do you know how he started boxing? How it came to be? Uh, where he... Yeah, he, I think, um, first... They took him to uh, gymnastics, and he was very good at gymnastics. And then he went to a football school and didn't really like that kind of, um, you know, sport much. Uh, my dad's brother, older brother, he was um, doing boxing at the time, and that's when he got interested in, in boxing. And... Um, yeah, it started and he just fell in love with it, you know. When you were two is when he ended his uh, professional career, right? Yeah, sure. There's a good story I'll tell you. Um, so his last competition was, I think, in uh, the Olympics, 1980. And unfortunately, um, he lost in the quarterfinal to the future champion. And um, when he came back, I jumped on his neck. I was like two, uh, 
probably couldn't even jump. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he said that I, I am his medal. He doesn't need other medals. <laughs> of course, man. And he's on his neck. So, and I think he had one more or two fights with American boxers later that year. And um, yeah, so he basically stopped fighting in 1980. What, what weight did he fight at? He fought in light heavyweights, so which is 81 kilos, right? Ah, so he was a big And guy. a couple of times he gained weight to fight heavyweights. Wow. Yeah, actually, he, he, he was successful. He fought the best heavyweight at the time, uh, which was Lemeshev. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he, he was like a very famous, aggressive heavyweight boxer, world champion. And my dad beat him in his own um, weight category. Yeah, there's so much uh, combat history behind our, our nation that, you know, it's just lost. Not just combat, just all sports in general. I mean, uh, Soviet Union national soccer team had uh, Georgian captain twice when they were like at, at their best. And uh, yeah. just, just a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, athletic history that's just lost. It's, it's an archive somewhere, maybe in Russia probably. And yeah, just nobody is. has ever seen it. Right. Well, well, it's coming back after we defeat Belarus. We're gonna qualify. We're gonna play in the Euros. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. <laughs> David, your yeah. grandfather was very much. Your grandfather was very much a part of sport in Georgia, right? Yeah, he was. Um, um, like a um, kind of a director of Dinamo Tbilisi. Football club yeah. in late seventies, early eighties, and through the eighties. Well, he loved soccer, and he was very good friends with different sports people. You know, different sports. So, um, sports was a big thing in my family because of my dad and because of my grandpa. You know, when Dinamo Tbilisi won the Cup of Cups in eighty one. Yeah. My grandpa was one of the guys who was sitting with Achalkatsi next to him. And after the game, he ran into the st stadium and celebrating the, the victory. So, yeah. so uh, what championship was that? A uh, cup of cups? Is that a European Super Cup. Team? It's called it's yeah. a Super Cup, right? Super no, cup. no, it's not a Super Cup. Cup it's winner's cup. cup. They canceled that tournament in 99, I think, right? Yeah. It's basically equivalent of today. Whoever <laughs> wins the Champions League and whoever no. wins the UEFA, the winners yeah. of those. No, there was three cups in Europe, international cups. It was Champions League, UEFA, and then Cup of Cups. And, and that's the, the winner of all of them. Top the top teams get got to connect, you know, got to uh, con uh, fuck compete so for that cup, for those it. cups. Yeah, I know. It's uh, forget about it. Man. So, well, why are we talking about cup, that cup? Big cup. It's not as confusing as the uh, American sports. I mean, it took me fucking ten years to understand baseball, bro. David, yeah, not my when you when you were growing up, did you have the did you have the instinct or some kind of thing where like you had to follow in your steps or take sport as your uh, as your you profession? Know, I tried different sports. I loved sports, as I told you. It was a very big 
thing in my family. So uh, I tried swimming, um, uh, gymnastics, you know, basketball, soccer, um, boxing, and just in general kind of training. Um, but, you know, you got to love and have passion for it. And I didn't have that. So that's why uh, it didn't happen. <laughs> I never became like a sportsman. And, but so I love it. But, and, but I'm very competitive by nature, whether it's playing cards or playing soccer against each other or pool, I don't care. I really love to compete and it's, it's, a, it's a big drive and I like it. I would say everybody has love and passion for sports. It's the discipline that's the hardest thing, the discipline. Everybody has passion for, for sport. 90% of the kids, we all have passion for sports, but fucking discipline, is that's the toughest. I don't know if you guys agree, but that's that's what I think. Yeah. Um, discipline yeah. is a motherfucker. I mean, that's what I meant. Like You got to have discipline and passion, first of all, to do it, yeah. right? If you don't yeah. have passion, then, yeah, you might be doing it every day, but... You know, there must be something more than just. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Passion, passion to to stay disciplined. That that's yeah. that's that's. Yeah. But uh, this is, as for discipline, I want to say that um, I think it's a great thing to develop in early age, especially Georgians, because I think Georgians are a little bit lazy nation uh, because. <laughs> you know, uh, Different oh, I'm not fucking surprised. Uh, <laughs> and we have to develop that discipline, you know, from early age. If we want to be first and go to European Championships, we got to have uh, really good um, teachers and coaches from early ages so the kids train and, you know, get the best out of their training. Yeah, I agree, man. That with I mean, there is a lack of discipline. That it has been since the nineties. There you go. Yeah, we're just. Yeah. But it's okay. No, we it's not. <laughs> Look what happens when you do train. Look at Mirav <laughs> as a machine. Um, what about Can you? What about his last fight? What do you guys think about his last fight? I want to hear. We broke it down before and after. We the, the episode is up there on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that episode, but like briefly, did you like he, that performance of his? Go ahead, Romy. I was expecting a, a I was I was expecting Dotson to do exactly what he did. Just hesitation. Just like he's been hesitant like that for the last five fights. So I was expecting Mirab to push a little bit harder. And Lango was telling him it's time to push uh, before the third round. But he was like, no, I want to make sure I got this. I don't want to do anything stupid like I did before. I don't want to get caught in anything. So he just stayed uh, he stayed conservative a little bit, which was you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of surprising. But uh, at the end of the day, he got the, he got the win. He got the W. That's yeah. all that matters. Dotson has been... It's like Dotson has is, is, is been like Woodley. Like Woodley, he doesn't even do anything anymore. He doesn't throw anything. Right. It's, Dotson is the same way now. 
some reason. They just I happened. think he retired, right, Dotson? No, they fired him. They let him go, sorry. They let him go. They cut him? Yeah, man. Fuckers. Oh, shit. He Ouch. was ranked, bro. He was ranked like two months ago. Yeah. That's oh, fucked wow. up. Yeah, sometimes that wow. happens. Sometimes that happens with uh, more experienced fighters, uh, older fighters. They get more passive, and they're kind of looking, yeah. looking for that one shot to like try to get the knockout. They're like waiting, yeah. waiting to catch that one shot, and it never happens. And then, and then the new, you know, the younger guy that wants it more, yeah. ended up ends up pushing the pace and either getting a knockout or winning winning by points. And, uh, you know, sometimes you lose the fire, you, you lose as you get older and you, you lose the fire, you know? And so, yeah, it happens a, in training too, believe it or not. Oh yeah. It happens. For me, oh, for every sure. time our guys come out, I am really nervous. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It's not because I don't believe in them. I believe in them 100%, but I want them to win so much and, I know this sport yeah. is so fucking cruel. Anything can happen, bro. You've seen, you've seen this sport for a while. You know people get hurt, man. Anything can happen in this sport, man. Yeah. And this weekend is so big. I think that's the biggest Georgian card coming up this weekend because of Giga that's and true. Ilya. Yeah. Two that's Georgians. Right. It's history. Never been on the same card. Imagine if they both get the finish. Giga knockout, Ilya, rare naked choke, let's say. Oh my Listen, God. Listen, I saw the guy Giga's fighting, Morales or Morales or Morales? Morales. Morales, Morales right? He's a Venezuelan guy and yeah. he is very much in your face. He's very much in your face. But that's what we want. Yes. You know why? Because this guy, I guarantee you, he's not looking to take Giga down. He's not looking to take Giga down. In his last fight against Alex Caceres, Caceres wanted to take Giga down. That was in his plan. After, after he fought Austin Springer, he took Austin Springer down and choked him out. And they asked him in the interview, he said, was that your plan? And he said, yeah, that was, that was what I was thinking with Giga as well. He said something like that. And Giga said, yeah, I knew but... he planned to take, I knew he planned to take me down. But this guy is not planning to take Giga down, man. Oh. It's a perfect match for Giga, man. What do you I think? I mean, those fucking Mexicans, I mean, all due respect, I'm just saying it's like a bridge between the words, the F word. But I'm just saying those fucking Mexicans or Puerto Ricans or anybody uh, with the Spanish heritage, those, those are tough people, man. Cubans, everybody, all of them. I mean, you don't see those guys get finished a lot. Boxing, yeah, kickboxing, I, or MMA. <laughs> I watched some highlights of the, uh, this guy Morales, and um, he's very physical. He's very That's strong, and yeah. I think he has a knockout power, uh, which previous uh, Giga's opponents didn't have. That didn't I mean, have. Yeah. But this guy has. That's why he's dangerous, sure. But I think. As for technicality, Giga is one head above him. Um, and uh, if it's a stand-up fight, then uh, Giga should be careful and um, try to just knock him out, you know, or just give him a nice liver kick or a Giga yeah. kick. Yeah. Nah, he's got to pick him apart. I like he, I, uh, 
Casey Kenny, what Casey Kenny did yesterday. That, that's what uh, I would imagine. That's what that's what it would look like if he was a, you know if he was to pick him apart. Like Adesanya, what Adesanya did to Costa, he picked him apart. Remember? Yeah, because Costa said he was gonna go at him, but he didn't. He he basically well, did a Romero trying to take the piss out of Romero, but he did the same fucking thing as Romero. He didn't he go couldn't. at it. He couldn't. Yeah, you know, Adesanya's got he such a the, those skills, man. He's just nonstop, uh, you know, doing the feints. He's got, you know, nonstop with the jabbing and, and so tough. And the so tough to get inside. And, stuff. and it's, actually, it's actually, you know, what I teach. Uh, yeah. Big part of, you know, whether you're doing jujitsu, self defense, or even even Muay Thai, you're pretty much always, you know, using the jab and and and, and uh, you know footwork and the front leg uh you know potentially stomping the knee and stuff like that so yeah very effective stuff you know from Adesanya but yeah just going back to talking about Giga you know he's uh I haven't seen I think I know Morales I think I've, I think I know who you're talking about Venezuelan so, fighter Venezuelan yeah, fighter yeah I think I've seen him he's got like tattoos he's got like, tattoos and stuff he's got he's tatted up yeah yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's going to be a stand-up battle. And, and what's really cool with Giga, he's got a fusion style. You know, he's, he's not, he's, uh, you know, karate exactly. mixed, but he also knows how to mix it up with Muay Thai style, Dutch style. He's fought, you know, guys from all over the world. So he's really able to mix up his stand-up and, and kind of, like, form it into whatever, whoever he's going against, you know? And, and kind of, uh, so I'm really excited to see how how this how this goes against Morales, you know. And I like what you said, Doctor, in that, you know, this guy's got you know some heavy power, and and so, um, you know, I forget the the, the reach advantage, the length length advantage. Who's got same slight slight Giga slight Giga? Yeah, yeah, slight uh, advantage for Giga. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, that's 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 what it, that would I would think. Sometimes that you know that could be a big factor, as well. But but uh, Giga is so dynamic. You know, he's not the kind of guy that does a kick and stays there to get punched in the face. You know, he he moves yeah. out of the way. He's always, you know, yeah. he, you know, good I head. Think also, cardio will be a big factor uh, in this uh, fight. Um, you know, like uh, Giga. I had, I think, it was improving his cardio from from every fight to another fight, and I hope he uh, will see he a good good cardio for from him. And yeah. I think also, Giga has a speed advantage. Uh, he's lighter, um, you know, and uh, um, he should he should I think keep him this guy at distance and just. Um, really use his legs and jab and kicks. I think Giga can outpoint him in the three rounds. And uh, and uh, Morales is going to go for go straight in more, right? Yeah. Yes. Right? But Giga is going to like outpoint him and outmaneuver him. I hope so, you know, and I hope uh, maybe he will get even a finish, you know, because we know what Giga can do. We know his giga kick and his liver kick is devastating. So I I hope he's will see something special from Giga. 
Is this guy a South Pole or Orthodox? I don't know. I don't guy. think he's a South. I think he's Orthodox. I didn't. I don't I think remember. So too. No, yeah. oh, then liver kick maybe not 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 likely, but maybe something else. Right. Maybe maybe something else. Yeah. Maybe a right uh, head kick. But listen, I want to I want to see uh, I want to see two finishes on Saturday by two Georgians. That would that would be that would be a big night for us. And we can fans. break out break out the cha cha. Yeah. <laughs> my guy, my boy Vova has cha cha at home. Yeah, bring it over. We we watch the fights every Saturday together with our families, our wives. Nice. And, uh, we get drunk, and if it's Georgian, if it's anybody Georgian fighting that day, it's uh, it's fireworks. <laughs> Go bananas. Georgia Vova is uh, Russian. He's a god godson, god godfather to my son. Nice. But he might as well be. He might as well be Georgian by now. He knows the all the. <laughs> we have a lot words. of Vovas in Georgia too. How much just to all the Vovas? Cheers. What about so Topuria, though? Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. seen him fight. Yeah, Topuria, man. That boy is so fucking sharp, man. He's like a shark in the fucking tank, man. I, I think the uh, I think one of the Georgian websites uh, posted the other day that he's gonna be coming out with Georgian flag, and I seen his post holding up the Georgian flag only. Yeah. yeah. So. I hope so. Listen, I'm still Listen. gonna root for him if he comes out with the Spanish flag. I don't care. Listen, well, he usually uh, comes out with both flags. He usually yeah. comes out with Spain and Georgia, and I guarantee yeah. you that's what he will do. That's cool. I think that's fine. I th- I, I, will, I, I, there's I, no way he's just gonna come. Why should yeah. he just come out with the Georgian flag when he's already been coming out with both flags and he's living yeah. in Spain for yeah, most we'll of see. his life? Like, why yeah. would he not? You know, I don't yeah, have a problem have- with that. As long as, as he's not flagged. As long as... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, you know why I love this guy? He's got knockout power, and if he gets you on the floor, you are finished. Yeah, yeah. Finished. yeah. I saw his submissions. I, I seen his submissions. And he's very marketable, too. He's a good-looking guy, you know, well, well put together. And if he can fight, that, you know, that can do him a lot of favors, you know, in terms of his career. You know, guys who are marketable, they get fast-tracked in the UFC or any sport, any but combat sport. He's got, the, he's got the best Georgian debut so far in terms of his opponent. Let's see. No, no, Let's in terms of his Saturday opponent. First. No, in terms of his opponent. Yeah, but, you know. His opponent. Let's, let's, let's he, count the chickens on spring. Listen, I only count the eggs. I don't count the fucking chickens, all right? But what I'm trying to say is that Zala, Yusef Zala. I got you. That guy, he is like, for a debut... That is a fight. If you win that, fast track, just like you said, fast track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, you were you were, you were gonna say something. You talking to me? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you talking to me? Well, <laughs> yes, Mister De Niro, I'm talking another, to you. There's another George here too. <clears throat> no, he's Gio. You're George. Yes. Uh, no, no. Everybody's fucking we already George went past Georgia. the conversation. I was gonna. Don't you people have a fucking imagination? Everybody's George. <laughs> yeah. And we'll Wait, celebrate. When is the fight? It's not. It's, it's Saturday. It's Saturday next week. Yeah, next Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Nobody hey, missed this fight. Week, right? I wouldn't miss this fight for anything. Nice. Well, I love you, Peter. It was. It was nice uh, seeing your face again, my friend. Yeah, brother. Oh. <laughs> 
Yoromi, man. When I see this guy, when I see Tato, I want to yeah. be high so much. Memories. Like, this guy was the coolest dude. I get you. Like, he's older than me by, like, seven years. Six years, maybe. So, when he met me, I was a little youth. You know what I'm saying? I was a little youth. You know, like, 16 years old, right? Yeah. Around 16 years old, you know? So, I was a little youth. And then, I mean, like, having him was like having a cooler big brother around, you know? Like, oh, we always had a link. We always had, a, like, a connection. We used to fucking like chill a lot, you know, and uh, play uh, pro evolution soccer. Yeah. <laughs> fucking roll, <laughs> roll, roll, roll skunk zoots. I hear that London does not have a lot of good weed. Is that true? No, that's not true. Not true. <laughs> not true. Not true. Okay. But at least, I'm sorry. Um, I haven't been in London since 2003. So I don't know what maybe changed, but that, that when we were there, we were always getting good stuff. Michael Bisping was talking about it the other day on his podcast that London does not, England does not have a lot of good weed. Well, listen, so. he's from the countryside. Nobody knows where the fuck he lives. He's from a little town I called say Clitheroe. Here in America, we definitely have much more choices and much more bigger menu than there, for sure. Yeah. I love Beast well, by so, the way. David, what are you what are you doing uh you, what are you doing in Detroit right now? What do you what do you do? Uh so I was working in Chicago and New York and my friend lived in Detroit. And um I was staying here all this time and in a couple of days I'm flying to Georgia. Oh wow. From New York actually. I'm flying to New York and then to Georgia. Listen, you want Romy to meet you at the airport and play some dolly before you go? <laughs> I could. I'm not doing anything right now. It's Corona. David, is your father? Uh, what's he? How's he doing? How's how is he? How is he? Like, what's he doing? Does he train um, kids you know, or anything like that? Oh, uh, so after he quit boxing, he was a trainer and coach for many you know, sportsmen and boxing. And also he trained a Russian national team in Sava, women team in Sava. Well, that's okay Sava. then. As long as it's the women team. Um, if they clean. And um, he was a president of Georgian Boxing Federation for five or six years. And then he stepped down because um, he retired basically from that. And... Uh, He's been doing mostly photography for the past 15 years, you know. And you do photography, right? Mostly. I do photography too. Yeah, professional, but right? If we talk about real photography, he's a much better photographer. Your father is better than you at photography? He's really good photographer. You won't believe what he can, what kind of pictures he has. Like, it's really amazing. Yeah. Wow. He was I, I want to make a documentary about him, and that's one of the reasons I'm flying back to Georgia. I want to start this documentary. Oh, nice. He was an well, actor listen, too, right? He he played in just one movie. Uh, Which one? It was shot in seven, 67, or I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was just a short... Uh, Basically, episode. I mean, he was a main character in, but it was a short film. Go, go, not that daddy's cutie, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That must be on YouTube, I think. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He played actually a boxer, pretty much himself at some point. Uh, yeah. And you How, can see... Is that why he quit boxing? <laughs> is that why he quit boxing? <laughs> no, no. What, when was the last time you when was the last time you saw Giga? Uh, in person, I saw Giga probably two years ago. Do you guys like communicate on daily basis or often or you know I'm I just, wouldn't say I'm trying to get often, but I really like Giga and respect him and yeah. uh, um, we have a very good uh, relationship in that sense and uh, but yeah we, we are not like very often communicating because he's also very busy you know yeah and, of course yeah but i'm always happy to send him some you know before the fight that you know we yeah. are with you and like that so yeah he seems like a good. i really like he's a very smart guy and uh, he has beautiful family uh -huh. and I wish him all the best and to all other Georgian fighters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm can't wait to this Saturday. I don't unfortunately I don't know. This is the first time I there's because because there's so many Georgians, fortunately, in the UFC now. Back in the day was what, Makashvili, then it was when we then we had Mirab and then <clears throat> all these people started came coming in now. And it's come to a point where I don't know some of those guys that come that are coming in. I don't know anything about them. I don't know anything about their opponents. Like I don't I don't even like I need to see them first, like at least one time to start breaking their styles down, to breaking down their upcoming fights. I'm definitely gonna be breaking it down in my uh for me, for myself after the fight. Hopefully they win. But I like I don't know what to expect. Like I've never, I know Giga, I've, I've seen him fight in kickboxing and even and mixed martial arts as well, but I've never seen Ilya uh, fight. I've never seen his opponent fight. His opponent I know, but uh, Giga's opponent, I have never seen him fight. And, uh, or maybe I have, I just don't remember, but uh, whatever. But uh, it's a big night for us, man. Two, two guys fighting on the same card from Georgia. Uh, one of them on main uh, main card. It's a big one. I can't wait. Can't wait. Have you guys seen uh, the picture of Joe Schilling smoking in the uh, locker room right after he won the world title against? Uh, I don't, I don't remember who he won the belt, but he won the glory title back in the day. Yeah, when he won the world title in kickboxing, there's a picture of him smoking in the in the locker room uh, right after the right after the fight. He's, he's he trains with Nick Diaz, and he said the other, he was he said they, uh, on Joe Rogan, I think he said that Nick always gives him shit for smoking and stuff for smoking cigarettes. But yeah, this guy. He smokes like in between the fights, like one pack a day. What cigarettes? You talk about cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, he smokes Marlboro Light. Marlboro Lights. Ah, cigarettes? Fuck, he's, man. He's, 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 uh, yeah, he's a, he's, he's a tough, he's a tough son of a bitch. He's a good fighter. He's a very good fighter. He he fights MMA. And he fights in Bellator sometimes. He doesn't have a very good MMA record, but kickboxing wise, he's uh, he's one you of know, the best. You know, Bellator signed a Georgian recently. 
the first Georgian ever in Bellator. No, my bad. No. First signing. First signing to Bellator, but not first yeah. fight in the Bellator. Because yeah. Bellator, they, they put fights on, but don't sign you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They'll give you one fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they signed, yeah. This, they signed this guy, what's Chocheli, right? His, his surname is Chocheli. He's fighting for Bellator. Yeah. Never that's heard good. of. But that's a good name, man. Like There's if you're a lot Georgian, of guys coming up now. You want to have a name like Chocheli, bro. I mean, what could be a better name than Chocheli if you're Georgian? Bro, it's crazy. In 2005, when I went back home from U.S. the first time, and I was trying to explain to people what the UFC was, what MMA was, and nobody – I was telling uh, my friends, like, they were like, is it like K1? I'm like, no, it's not fucking – it's like it's like mixed martial arts. You go to the ground, you know, then you start fight standing up. I was trying to explain it to people, and – Nobody had a clue what uh, MMA or UFC For was. For real. No, I remember and, that. Uh, fast track, 15 years. Now everybody's, uh, not everybody, but uh, so many people. There's so many gyms in, in Georgia, Georgia now. we used to call it in Russian, Boy <laughs> Bez Pravni. We yeah, used to yeah, call yeah. it that. And it used to be on TV. My uncle used to and watch they, it in the 90s, would, late 90s. That would drive me crazy every time I heard it. I would be like, there's so many rules. It's not. It's not. It's not that. It's, it's. It's. It has a different name. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. Like even ten years ago, even fucking seven, eight years ago, nobody cared. Nobody watched and enjoyed. Like it's. It's very new in in our country. What I'm saying is, and if people, yeah. and it will, if it, it will keep catching on, more and more guys will get involved and start training, and I think we're gonna have a lot more talent. Uh, coming out of our country because uh, look at what you know what we've done in judo world or freestyle freestyle wrestling world or Greco Roman in world. sumo sumo so in kickboxing even I think uh, this because this Kibia. is such a Big up wrestling <laughs> because MMA is such a wrestling based sport and we have this genetically gifted wrestlers throughout the history I think we're gonna do just fine we're gonna have more guys coming coming up in the MMA and uh, we're probably going to have uh <clears throat> maybe a first you know hopefully god god willing our first MMA uh you know UFC champion from Georgia David you used to live in St. Petersburg right Yes sir um do you still stay? You still have connections, family, and friends over there. I got one friend, one good friend there, two good friends, but mm, I haven't been there since two thousand four. As a Georgian living in Russia, what was that like? Well, at everyone? that time there was a different relationship. Um, uh, not well, like what? Uh, what year was this? Since. 95 to 2000. Oh, completely so, different, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, as you said before, it's a beautiful city. Uh, it's a cultural capital. I've been uh, there. St. Petersburg. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. You've been there, so you know it's yeah. very beautiful. I spent a month in there with my parents. But the yeah. only thing I really didn't like about Petersburg is the climate. Uh, very yeah. cold. Rainy, cloudy, pretty much like London. 
Yeah, man. Well, I remember I was there. We were there for summer, and it was, uh, you know, it was one of those uh, fucking white nights. What? Like, yes. not. I had such a hard time sleeping, falling asleep, because it wouldn't get dark. Right. It wouldn't get dark, and I'm just like, it was not like sunny, but it was like light. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't night. Sure as fuck, it wasn't night. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was like half in, half out. It's like the night couldn't decide whether it wanted to get dark yeah. or not, and I was freaking out. I couldn't fucking fall asleep, and it was a torture in that regard. Other that, yeah. I really enjoyed the city. It was it was pretty. It was beautiful. Yo, David, your sister, Tamrik, used to live there longer <laughs> than you, right? Yeah, they lived longer. Actually, they lived, my family stayed there um till 2008 and uh, just before the war they arrived they returned to georgia and uh, 2000 now, before 2008 you mean right yeah before 2008 right yeah i guess this would be a better question for her because she lived there way longer than you like as a georgian living there in russia what is it like I don't know. I've never heard a lot of. I, I haven't heard a lot of Georgians complaining about being mistreated in Russia. Well, you know, I'm not, I would I'm not, say uh, Caucasians were mistreated in Russia, and um, I remember um, they took me to the police because I didn't have the papers, and I was only like 17 years old. Wow! <laughs> and, uh, I was like in Kapeste for like four or five hours. It's like, uh, you know, the cell, basically, they put you in. Wow. And, uh, uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on, you know, who you are. But in generally, I, yeah, maybe people have problems there. Georgia. It depends who you are, how much money you have, you know. Exactly. Your connections and so on. So it's just interesting because, like, we are a Georgian podcast and we all live in different places, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I know. You guys, you guys don't actually, but well, Detroit is kind of like a different country. I've heard that it's getting better a little bit. Yeah, it's getting better. Motown. I went to Motown Museum last year. It was very cool. Who's your favorite rapper, David? Rapper. Mm. Uh, I like say one. Old... Give me one rapper, one name. We all got one name. Let's go. War Warren G. Dude, that's what I was oh gonna God, say. Yeah, that's classic. It's my favorite rapper, and I mean it. I'm not just making that and, shit up. And from Georgians, uh, it's uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> But dude, everybody's favorite rapper was Tupac growing up in uh, in Georgia. It was and that was the real, guy for real. But the cooler guys, we like Warren G. I I know I love Warren G too, man. It's uh, he's uh, Regulators, fucking legendary track. Kidding me? Georgia loves Warren my, G. Georgia that's one of my top top ten rap hip hop tracks. When I went back to Tbilisi a couple of years ago in the summertime, I was walking down like Plechanovi somewhere and I saw this old banged up car crash fucking Lada. Tupac loud coming out of the speakers, man. And I was walking down. I was walking down with this fucking mashed up Lada next to me with Tupac. But I felt like a, the feeling I got in my body of like, 
what do you call it? Um, goosebumps. goosebumps that I goosebumps. got, man. I was walking down the street and I just started rapping to it. I didn't give a fuck because that's what where track? I was What track? What track? What was this? What, what track was it? I bet it was Hit Em Up. Nah, it wasn't Hit Em Up. Can't put that song on loud in Brooklyn, man. Why? Do I mean, seriously, uh, West Coast. Because of West Coast? Yeah. But I mean, in certain areas you can. Like, in my neighborhood, I don't think people would give a fuck. But if you go down to, like, East New York, you put that song on loud, you better you better have the sport mode on your car. Because you're going to need it. <laughs> That's a great song, though. Great song. I like Warren G because he's so fucking chilled. That's what I like. Yeah. He's got, he's got the melodies, smoke, man. When you melodies. smoke that much, you'll be chill too. Uh, <laughs> when you, uh, do you come to New York a lot? Because, uh, you know, you should uh, hit me up when, you, when you're in the city. I will. Definitely. Yeah, you, I mean, uh, put, uh, I'm going to ask Gio to put your Facebook link yeah, into our group. And I'll follow you, and then I'll I'll, I'll get on all other you know the rest of your social media platforms from there, and uh, we should link up when you when you're in the city, man. For sure. Yeah. Be great. So, okay. what's the prediction? Predictions. Give me predictions. Now. Good one. There is no predictions. There's just uh, I mean you gotta follow your heart here. I, I think I, I want my boys to win. Yeah. Other than that. I don't know. I think Marais main event. I I think uh, I think Sandhagen's got it main event. I wanted to, I was thinking about this the other day. Remember when Anderson Silva fought Demian Maya? I don't know if you guys have been watching the sport that long, but when them when it was the first first event for the UFC in Abu Dhabi in all of MMA history, and the main event was Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva was this pound for pound king at the time. Dana White took him to Abu Dhabi to put on a show for uh for the uh, for the for that part of the world. He took his best fighter and put him against Demian Maya. And Anderson Silva fought like a fucking donk. I mean, he taunted him for five rounds. And it was just, you know, it was very bad, bad show for him. Bad show. And Dana, Dana White said after the fight that uh, it was the most lowest moment of his career as a UFC president. Which was understandable at the time because Anderson Silva acted like a jerk the whole, whole fight. He was taunting him. He wasn't really engaging. He would smack him, uh, you know, m keep the distance, smack him, kick him, keep the distance. It was fucking, uh, it, it was taunting him. Like, it was, it was fucking embarrassing what he did. But, at, but Israel Adesanya just knocked out Costa two weeks ago or one week ago. And then he tried to, you know, dry hump the guy after he knocked him out. If that, what Anderson Silva did against Damian Maya was the most, disgusting the lowest thing you've ever experienced as the fucking ufc president what the fuck was this i mean i understand this guy's excellent fighter and everything but you dry hump your opponent after you knock him out what the fuck is that bro i don't i don't think i want to watch that guy fight anymore to be honest with you i mean come on you gotta worry about this guy dry humping you now after he knocks you out i mean knocking you out is not enough now 
I got to fucking worry about you dry humping me after, after the fucking fight? Come on. What the fuck is that? Dana didn't give a fuck. Dana White was like, hey, this That's is the I'm sport. Saying. I didn't mind. It's not – fuck the sportsmanship. It's not about sportsmanship. I didn't mind Khabib jumping over the cage into Connor's uh, uh, corner and trying to smash everybody. I don't, I don't fucking give a shit about uh, sportsmanship. I don't care. If there's a bad blood, there's bad blood. But it depends how you express it. What kind of a fucking man dry humps another man in front of millions of viewers to prove the point? What the fuck is that? What are you trying to prove with that? Well, what the fuck is that? I mean, seriously, I'm trying to understand what message are you trying to give us with that? Because what Khabib did, he was like, I'm going to fly over this fucking cage. I'm going to smash all you fools. That was fucking, that was a message. I got it right away. I was watching it. I, I understood it. I, I understand what he was trying to see, what he was trying to show me. With that, I'm like, I had mixed feelings. Like, what the fuck are you trying to say? That you can fuck this guy now after you knocked him out? Wow. I, okay. not, not that he can fuck this guy, but he said, fuck you. And I just fucked you. He the just message said, was very you. clear. Just, just, the message was saying, as clear as when Habib jumped over. The message was yeah, clear. It was, fuck do, you. Fuck you. The message actually, was, fuck you. The what yeah, was not good was the sportsmanship. The, the sportsmanship was not there. There is no sportsmanship. This is fighting. I get it. But fucking dry humping, that's... Dude, I'm just saying. Don't tell me there's no sponsorship, man. How many fighters after uh, the fight is, they fight the fuck dude, out of each other? They go hug and they shake hands. Yeah, yeah, no, there is. After some, after after certain fights, certain fighters, you know, still most they, they, fights. They, they respect each other. Most, yeah, fights. most fighters. There's bad blood in some fights, and I don't mind when it goes escalates into something else. It is what it is. Emotions fly high, the, the adrenaline, the whatever. But uh, dry humping, I don't know. It's just a very uh, I didn't bad like look. that. David, what did you think? It was fucking I, – I got disgusted, man. I That's was all. so disgusted. I don't oh. know why. I was just – I was disgusted. Did you see that? That's I, when, when Adesanya yeah, I saw that, actually. And I, uh, you know, even before they repeated, I already saw that. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Very subtle. And I knew what it was did. subtle. It was subtle. If yeah, you really it watch was it, subtle. Yeah. yeah. You know how – you know what? I like, I jumped up. I jumped up. I was like, "All right, Alessandro." I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was, you know, I was screaming. I was like, "Root!" I was. I knew he was gonna beat him. I, I wanted him. I knew. I know how good he is. I can see how fucking good this guy is. But then they replayed. Then you know they did the, the, the replay and everything. And I saw that. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Are you? Uh, my reaction was uh, not like, my kind of. I mean, uh, whatever you know, like. Uh... It was a spontaneous move. He didn't plan to hump him. He was just above him, and it happened so. Um, that's but, a, uh, that's a me, very strange. Uh, that's a very strange excuse, bro. <laughs> I didn't yeah. mean to fuck you. I was just there, and I just put it in. <laughs> now it's like with this guy. Like, imagine being his opponent in the future, and the, the coach comes and goes. Like, you know, listen, this guy might knock you up, but you know, afterwards, watch out. He might fuck you as well. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't want to fight this guy. What if he knocks me out and tries tries to fuck me afterwards? Yeah, if we talk about the actions that I didn't like, that was when Connor punched that old guy in the bar. That was yeah. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's almost as bad as that to me. Yeah, and when talk uh, he talked shit about uh, Habib and uh, his his, his uh, family. Yeah, uh, that was also not good uh, sign. Absolutely but you not. know. It's, it was a different kind of, of disgusting, it, though. It's part of the sport. I don't want to like 
Um, uh, I don't want it to be a part of the sport, though. I, that's too ugly for me. I don't I want that. It's part of the show to have such things, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, I don't know. I was just disappointed, man. I was so disappointed. I, I really you know, respect what I respect about what I love about I was this sport. Out. That was is a bummer. When the guys hate each other so bad, but after the fight, it's like you think they hate each other, they will kill each other. But after the fight, when they like get in there, hug and shake hands and show respect, that's the best thing about the sport for me personally. That's what I love. No, I don't care. I don't care. I just want to see the good fight, the good technical athletic competition. Listen, I don't give a shit about fight, that. But we're talking about, we're talking about oh, after it's good. the fight shit. I get and, it. I and get it. Doing that doggy but, style shit. It wasn't cool for me either, you know. Yeah, but it was. I don't it know was, why. Yeah, why you disagreeing for? Because I'm saying I don't like that either. I think yeah. that was disgusting. No, I'm what I'm saying is I don't. I don't mind if they stay enemies after the fight. Like, not. I don't necessarily wait for them to shake hands and make up. No, they can't do that. Is, but what I love is when they do. Because no, yeah, I see they, what you mean. There's found right. respect. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm saying is Tyson beat Holyfield Holyfield's ear? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit like and that, it shouldn't... I think after several years, they met at Oprah's show, yeah. and they got Yeah, yeah they make up, yeah. They're good but friends this... now, but... Holyfield but is that, amazing, though, man. He's such an amazing like, guy, Holyfield. Even that, though, like, if you beat my ear in a fight, I would be cool down the road, and in a couple of years, it's going to go away, I'm not going to be that angry. If you try to do that to me, try to dry hump me after you knock me out, I'm never going to be cool with you. You're gonna, gonna come, come to. You're gonna head. go to his door. I know what you mean. And if if somebody beats your ear, you would say, "Hey, next time, why don't you bite my dick?" I don't think Connor should. I don't think Connor deserves a fucking rematch, dog. I don't think so. I don't give a shit whether he deserves it or not. If he's against Poirier, why not? No, yeah. I mean against Habib, he doesn't deserve it. Well, Habib has to go through Yeji first. But listen, down the road, I would never root against Poirier with Connor or whoever unless he's fighting Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz. Obviously, he's not. But I'm just saying. I would never uh, root against. I I don't normally root against anybody though, I, unless it's a Georgian guy fighting. I just like to watch the good contest. But uh, I want to see on the second, on the flip side, I want to see the fucking Conor uh, and Khabib uh, too. I don't I want, care how uh, hard you train. It. If you're not fighting, you're not gonna be conditioned. Conor is not gonna beat Dustin Poirier. I'll tell you, man. He's not gonna he's, be. That yeah, boy. he's not gonna be that easy. That's for sure. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna dust him off like he did the first time. Poirier is a different beast now. This guy is. Uh, is elite now. It's gonna Poirier be was, good. It, which it should be. Every, every time Conor fights is a good fight, or Poirier fights is a good fight. Those guys are fucking best of the best. I I, I don't I don't accept any I don't expect anything less than a good fight, a tremendous fight from them. What do you think about they wanna... say, uh, Cowboy Cerrone should fight Carlos Condit next? Cowboy Cerrone shouldn't fight anybody anymore, bro. I don't want to see Cow Cowboy. If you remember, his kicks, he had some of the best kicks. He would pull those kicks out of his fucking pocket out of nowhere. After one-two combination, he would hide 
he would camouflage his kicks with the one, two uh, punches, and then he would kick you right behind the ear. He can raise, he can lift his fucking head, fucking uh, leg to the, you know, up to opponent's head anymore. And this last fight, he could, like, it was like, I couldn't figure it out whether he couldn't kick him in the head or he couldn't, he was too lazy to lift his leg high enough or what, what was going on. I don't know, but he just couldn't, he could not kick him in the head for some reason. I'm like, I yeah. was, I, I don't know. No, I'm I sad to see Cowboy like that. I think that's, uh, and Cowboy said himself too, that it's more a mental thing for him. Uh, he, I don't think he's the strongest mental mentally strongest fighter uh and plus he's also he's old uh, and he's in decline getting old so maybe we'll see if three four more fights no but, uh, I, I think it's too much maybe maybe two more maybe one listen if he loses the next one i'd say it's too much no. but i think right yeah. now he's he can still be booked he can still be yeah. booked right now I, and man. if he wins <laughs> you get him booked again that's how it i don't works. think he should fight I don't think he should fight Condit, though. First Condit, of all, look, did teammates. you see Condit? Did you see yeah, Condit? The, yeah, he was. He looked good. And Condit, okay. Carlos, I, lo- I like Carlos. I, I always root for Carlos. I like him a lot. But he, uh, the, first of all, they were, they're, they're friends. They, they, they trained together for years at Jackson. Listen, it don't matter shit to them. That don't matter. That's it not like matter. Aljo and Merab, bro. They'll fight each other. It They'll, don't it's matter not like you, Aljo you, and Marab. No, no, no. Okay. I understand. I understand, but it don't matter when you're in top ten or top five. Those guys are on the uh, on the you know on the last Listen, end of their careers. Exactly. Why, That's why, why they fight? fight each other. Because I say a, Carlos Condit should fight Nick Diaz. I remember uh, when Carlos Condit fought Nick Diaz, we were expecting this fucking all-out war. Condit came out in that fight, and he fought a technical fight. He didn't engage with Diaz. Everybody was disappointed in Condit. He won the belt, but it was like, you know, he lost a lot of fans, and Nick Diaz gained a lot of fans. Hold on. Yo, did you hear who Mike Perry's going to fight next? Robbie Lawler. Yeah, Mike Perry versus Robbie Lawler. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I, like now that I see those guys like Lawler, Woodley, Cowboy, who else? Uh, those guys that they used to be really, really good, and they can't fight. They can't pull the trigger anymore. It just makes me so sad. So David, Dawit, I'm sorry no. I keep calling you David, man. I don't know why, bro. Why the fuck am I calling you David? I am David. You are David. David. What are you talking? <laughs> Listen, uh, what would be your what would be your perfect match to go and watch in live? Uh, I would love to see Connor Habib too. Fuck! I just said he didn't deserve it. You, you say like you want to see that shit. I want to see that. I want Why? the revenge. Why? Because I like Connor. I like Connor. Because McGregor brings the, excitement. The reason, you know, the reason I never said, but the reason I started to watch these sports is because of Connor. And like five years ago, I just heard this guy talking, and I was like, who, who's this guy? Like, You're like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, my favorite fighters right now, well, let's say Connor is not active, so 
from active fighters, my favorite fighters are uh, Jorge Masvidal. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, Love to see Jones easy fight one day. Yeah, I was going to say that he fucking beat me to it, man. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. I want to see that fight. <laughs> Sorry. I want to see, see how easy it deals with John Jones's size and power in wrestling. Because he's never fought anybody like Jones. Jones has fought some people who are good strikers. Maybe not as good as as good as good as easy, but still good strikers. But uh, easy has never fought anybody like John Jones. No, you know, unless you fight John Jones, you you don't fight anybody like because John Jones is just fucking special, more special than any other fighter I've ever seen. So, yeah, I would like to see that fight. But bro, what happened to Ray Dominic Reyes in the last fight? By the way, Romy, props on that prediction. I had I had Reyes winning against Blockowitz. You were like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, because I mean, look at Reyes. He thought he legitimately won that fight against Jones. He didn't. Not once he said how he was gassing out in fourth and fifth round. John Jones put it on him in the last two rounds. He never mentioned it. He never said like, oh, no, I got to work on this. I was winning the first two three rounds, but then I started get. He never said it. But Reyes like, had I won the sweet part the of the pie. Ray's yeah, had but the I'm just saying, part of the pie. He, never, he never mentioned it. When you were fighting a legend like John Jones and you win the first two, three rounds and then you guess out in the last two, and if, if John Jones had like another couple minutes in that fight, he was going to finish Reyes. So he never addressed it. He never mentioned it. He was almost done in that fifth round. So he hold on. Fucking, I can be kicking gone. your ass for four rounds, but if in, in the fifth round I'm fucking on the back foot, that means you won the fight? No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about who won that fight. I'm saying his mind was not there. He was not addressing the problems that he had in that fight. He had problems in that fight, the second half. And he was talking like he just dominated John Jones. It wasn't like that. It was very, very thin split decision. And he never touched on that subject. His mind was, he already came into the fight thinking that he was already on crown champion or some shit. And that's just not good. He was not. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Blahovic was more focused and hungry. Yeah. And I was and looking at Blahovic. He was like, he was hot, ready yeah. to go. And then, yeah, that's why I said, I don't know, because he was like very cocky. Yo, he was guys, like, I'm already a champion. Did you hear that Roman Dolice was going to move down to middleweight? I don't think that's uh, I swear. official yet. No, it's not official, but he's thinking about moving down to mi- middleweight. I think I think maybe she stay at 205 because that 205 is open wide open right now for anybody. It's up it's open for it's up for the grabbing right now. Blahovic is the oh, champion today. Crazy. Tomorrow we're gonna have a different champion. That belt is gonna travel for a while. I, I think, think potentially Dolidze can go three weight divisions. Yes or no? You out of your mind? No. Listen. What one seventy? You're jumping to 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 ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No man. No. He Let's can do win. light heavyweight, and he Let's can probably do heavyweight one. later. Then... No, no, he's not big enough, man. No, heavyweights are giants, bro. Heavyweights are giants. I'm telling you. Bro, everybody like moves people. up. As you get older, you move up. You don't <clears throat> fucking go down. Yeah, but Roman is a lean 205-er. He doesn't have a problem making weight. But I think it's possible later in the years he can go up. And right now he's contemplating on going down to middleweight. How crazy is that? He's training with we'll Nganu. He's training with Nganu right now. 
I mean, how awesome is that? He's training with Nganu, bro. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's good. It's very good, yeah. It's been an honor. I want to thank uh, Getsadze.g, Nikki Getsadze, for our beautiful logo, creator of Dinamo Paichata Stadium, and uh, Fanicular logo as well. So go to Getsadze.g. David, Tato, thank you for coming. Mr. Kana. Thank you, brother. Romy, it's been a pleasure, guys. Fight Hop, out for now. See you soon. Fight Hop! We're gonna let you know what's live and direct.